0: Wanna know where is my tool bucket Who took it from me? Broke into my house that night and stole from me. Using a blowtorch is quite insanity. Then got a rock and threw it through the window, the back door window. Snuck into the house, that foolish bucket foe. Took it to the pawn shop to get money. Need your hands here now. Hey, dude, man. Coolest thing around. Show now, you're my hands right now. This is Adam Sheffield. Welcome to American Heritage Center Radio, home of the Property Therapy and Talent Development Program. Welcome to the Property Therapy Show. We have special guests for today's show conservation agents Rachel Webster and Derek Cole. Welcome to the show. Welcome. And and, um, we have, we, this is the property therapy radio, and we motivate the community to make the most of their lives, realize their talents, and start participating in the uh, property therapy, and uh, stop leaving it to the, the big companies or the government, but start um, realizing their talents and stewarding their ideas and concepts, and a, a huge part of that is the morale of the property therapist. And uh, protecting uh, of the people that have their talents and uh, working, working and stewarding their ideas, and law enforcement's a, a big part of that. And uh, but we have these agents here that they're they're part of the share the what's it called share the wealth share the harvest share the harvest mm-hmm. deer program and the venison distribution Correct. for the uh, community benefits and um, that. American Heritage Center is, is now one of the providers of venison for the community. And we have our barbecues um, every Sunday at 3.30 here at the American Heritage Center at 319 South Osage Independence, Missouri. So come get your venison. And uh, we have meat, turkey, um, chicken. We just had the delivery of 70 chickens in, uh, in our deep freezers. So we want to feed the community, give them energy to then go out like and make the most of their lives. And that's part of the the morale of the property therapist is a huge part of that. So we're going to talk about the deer deer program and um, what you do as law enforcement uh, in the wilderness and for the the state of Missouri. We're going to to talk about some interesting stories that you've had. (laughs) We're here with uh, Derek Cole, conservation Conservation. agent. You've been a conservation agent for 30 years. (laughs)
1: Yes, (laughs) 32 to be exact. (laughs)
2: <laughs> he doesn't look like it. Though. No,
1: been doing it 32 years. I was 30 years here in Jackson County and two years in Caldwell County out of the academy. Right now, so I won't say I've seen it all, but I've seen enough. And then you've been a conservation agent for
2: almost two years. Two years. Yep.
0: <laughs> so tell us about the what you do as conservation agents.
2: So we are state law enforcement officers kind of like the highway patrolmen, but we focus on the wildlife code enforcing the wildlife code um, so we can take care of any other state law issues um, but we have full police powers on our conservation areas and um, when it comes to enforcing the wildlife code um, what we do is we make sure people aren't taking over limits of fish or deer or turkey squirrels um, we make sure people have their permits we want to make sure people are using the proper methods um, to take these animals. Um, and this helps preserve these animals for future generations um, to keep hunting and fishing. That's a, that's a main synopsis of what we do. We do a lot more than that. but If any of yeah.
1: your listeners live here in Missouri and hunt or fish, I'm sure you purchased your permits and you ran into a conservation agent slash game warden at least once if not you're lucky <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we do we enforce the code um, we do issue tickets um, we are police officers we do serve warrants we work with our local law enforcement in different mun- 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 municipalities um, that's that's about it right now there's other things that we do also but we'll be here all day getting into all that Um Trapping also is included in the Wildlife Code. Um, Commercial permits, such as your taxidermist. We inspect the taxidermist permits. Uh, Commercial fishing. Uh, There's a lot that we do, and then there's a lot that's not listed in the code that we do, such as the phone calls. Um, If someone calls because their yard is being messed up by squirrels, rabbits, deer, what have you, or raccoon get in the attic, we will be the one that they call for that, and we will give them remedies on how to take care of that. Some situations we will go out and see what we can do to help, but we do have people that work with us, trappers that work with us, that we can give them their name and they can contact them
0: we've had one of the property therapy uh, stories that we've talked about uh, on the show was uh, raccoons in the attic of one of my mm. rental houses yeah. <laughs> yeah. chewing on the wires up yeah. there mm-hmm. and uh, lit up the lit yeah. up the attic <laughs> oh
2: boy yeah raccoons it are happens. a problem yeah yep. yep. common problem
0: <laughs> how did you guys take care of that what we did was First, we had to pinpoint where they were getting Cut in, in it. Mm-hmm. and that was the most difficult right. diagnostic right. on this, because they're, and so the only way to get in was through, like, you had to get, slither through it. It's mm-hmm. incredible. We, we hired a trapper exactly. to come in, yeah. mm-hmm. and he was yeah. able to get in, like, through the small, small, the hole, the hole was, like, no no bigger than, than that, like a pumpkin. Yep. Mm-hmm. He slid in that attic. And then, uh, when you're inside the cavern, you can see the light Mm -hmm. shining through. You could get a diagnostic, and that's one of the the most um, important things in property therapy, is the diagnostic, Mm -hmm. because once you know what's wrong. Then it's boom, boom 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 It's about getting the right parts, you know. And then it's mm-hmm. turning bolts or whatever. And the diagnostic can be some of the most challenging things. You know, like when you're when you're dealing with trying to put fires out with you know, dealing with people it's like the diagnostic, how, what's the appropriate,
3: mm-hmm. you know,
2: mm-hmm.
0: the the best way to go about it. Right, right. You know?
2: Right. Well and what you did with raccoon is you know typically the answer that we we perfect perfect Perfect. perfect answer to you know what we would say to somebody with that kind of issue yeah yeah um but yeah you sometimes you'll get a call that you know i have no idea how to answer this person and you have to say you know let me let me make some calls and and you know give you a call back because you know we're the ones to call um with about wildlife but we don't have all the answers right. that include
1: bats also yep. bats this time of year you get yep. bats. so it's just the same same We're, as the raccoon yeah.
2: we just work together on it and yeah. figure it out
1: the
0: story on um, the bats I can tell you how the best way to catch bats how do you know what I'm talking about what a the uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, they, I, I, I just learned no this story. yesterday um, <clears throat> Jeff Foley taught me this he's uh, one of my agents at the uh, a realty and we'll put a plug in for A1 Zion Realty. This show is brought to you by A1 Zion Realty, the best real estate brokerage in the center of the United States. Give me a call if you want to list property or buy property. Cha-ching. 816-674-3035. We'll get you an awesome place. We'll help you sell some awesome property. So, But the best way to uh, catch bats mm-hmm. was is at, 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 uh, what you do is you get some, a pantyhose and put golf balls in it and tie it and then shred the bottom of the pantyhose and turn it into like an octopus, and then you throw it in the night sky where you see lots of bats running around, and they'll they'll grab it, and it'll be too heavy for them. Boom! And what happens is that when the bats latch on to the... um, the, They don't let go. Mm -hmm. They don't like their program not to let go of whatever their prey is. And what happens is they just... You're speaking
1: specifically outside. Outside. Okay, we're talking outside. Inside now. We're talking when bats get in your house. (laughs) What's the best
0: way to deal with that situation?
1: Same as you do the raccoons. You just call a, you can call a trapper. They can come out.
2: Professionals.
1: Yeah, professional. First you have to see where they're coming in at. Mm -hmm. And once you find that, then you have to plug the hole, of course. And if they come inside, you really does do do not have to call the agent because they're going to land on the ground. Most likely, it's just going to be your common brown bat. Mm-hmm. People see it and, and and it just freaks them out because they see it. You can just take a towel or something just cover it up. They've seen too many movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they just you can just cover it up with a towel or a sheet or anything that you're comfortable with. Pick it up, take it outside, and let it go.
0: And they'll be happy with that
4: too. And
1: that would be, that's really all you need to do.
0: I can tell you what happens uh, if you don't. Uh, Find where they're coming in, or you don't get them out before you right. cover it up. Right. We yeah. did that with yeah. uh, raccoons in one of the rental properties. You smell. Yeah. No. No. You this bloody murder.
1: Yeah. Like, <laughs> <yeah. laughs>
0: it was sounded just like that cat fight. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes.
1: <laughs> First, make sure that they're all out before you close. <laughs> before you close it up. That's the message. <laughs> Close it up first. Yeah. So
0: there's there's uh, with property therapy. So that would be an issue of of um, control. It would be an issue of extermination
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, exclusion. Mm-hmm. An issue of an exclusion because that's one of the things that makes property the Defending right the property, <laughs> defensive property. Mm-hmm. So that that would be uh, an issue of what makes private property is you as the owner the ability to exclude what is undesirable to your interests. So that's what makes a, one of the bundle of rights in the private property that mm-hmm. teaches in law school. And, um, and so for proper – so we're talking with – for those that have just tuned in, we're talking with Rachel Webster and Derek Cole Conservation Agents. Mm-hmm. And they're um, uh, with American Heritage Center, the share of the – Harvest okay. deer uh, venison program. So we're we're one of the, now one of the dis- distributors of venison for the community
1: at our barbecues. Oh, and uh, just note that program won't start till the fall. Right. Okay. When so, deer yeah, season, when deer season so. starts. Yeah. Yep. Right. On. Yep. So
0: so let's talk about that. So you've talked. We've talked about what you do as agents. And lo, lo, uh, let's now let's let's talk about the the deer program. So this isn't. We're not talking roadkill, right?
2: Correct.
1: If. We can get roadkill. Let's say if you hit a deer, Mm -hmm. you have the right to it first.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. I, myself, I keep a list of less fortunate people in the county that I can call. I'll say, Hey, John Doe, I have a deer. Do you want it? If he say yes, I'll give it to him and his family. If he don't, I would donate that deer to the share the harvest program. So that's another way, but it's not every roadkill goes to the, goes to the program. Is that
4: some something that somebody should report to the uh, state if they hit a deer? And if they don't want it, can they call you guys to? Uh, well, if, if it's you, fresh enough, if I guess, you if if you hit it,
1: <clears throat> excuse me, if you hit it, you have to contact the agent in that county, so we can give you the paperwork, which will make that deer legal for you to transfer from okay. A to B. But if you do not want it, that agent. Depending on who he or she is, they should have a list of people in the county that, that they can call. Because are they usually just left on the side of the road or does they, Some people will just leave them on the side of the road, yes. That's where you usually see yeah. them. But it will not be those deer that you see on the side of the road that will be donated to the share of the harvest program. Let's mm. make that clear. Oh, yeah, These the, will be fresh deer. Fre- yes. Fresh. Fresh kill. What have you? These are not deer that's been sitting on the road for three days, and we find it looks good, so we gonna donate it. No.
4: Like what? What would the time frame be from the time of somebody have an accident with a collision with a deer? Immediately. It <laughs>
0: needs to be. Yeah, I mean the fresher
4: yeah. better. Yeah. So the fresher
0: the better. Yeah. There's no issues with disease or anything like
1: that. Far as mm-hmm. passing from no, no, mm-hmm.
2: no. Well, and you know, with the share the harvest program, there is a small fee that, right. that they have to yeah. pay the processor to have the deer processed and donated to. The program. Um, they
1: pay a percentage of it, and yes. the program will pay, to pay the yes. other percentage of it. Yeah. Let's put in a,
0: a, a plug for our uh, one of our sponsors, CBP Meats, who, that is also a processor, a meat processor. Uh, CBP Meats, Christ Building People Meats. They process all kinds of meat, and uh, they're, they're distributors as well. They have a location in North Kansas City and in Hell, Missouri. Okay, that's the give, county up north. Okay. Yeah, yeah and give them a call at 913-602-5254. And uh, call Shannon and thank him for sponsoring the radio show. Call him again at 913-602-5254. Get your CBP meats. Get your energy for your property therapy. And uh, so we're talking here with Rachel Webster and Derek, Cole, conservation agents, part of the the deer um, venison distribution uh, programs. And uh, that's some of the best meat, venison.
1: If you like it, yes. Now, the meat will only come in forms of hamburger. There will be no specialty meats. There will be no steaks, loins, or anything like that. It's just hamburger. So if you know how to make good chili, perfect for your meatloaf hamburgers it
0: tastes venison Tastes to me i describe it like the first time i had it it tasted like, like beef with an ice cream swirl to it that's the first i yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never had, had, I swear no, it had, it had, it, Yeah it had a swirl To the taste A so
1: swirl So I take it you like it Then right Yeah uh,
0: Yeah, okay. yeah.
1: How, how could you not like Ice cream swirl uh, Yeah it has a swirl <laughs> it's like To it milkshake right? I know it had a swirl <laughs> <guess>. In it <laughs> I guess
0: <laughs> And it had an exotic Swirl and I was like This is some good stuff <laughs> Alrighty now That's probably
2: the Wild You know The game part The game part The game-y of part. Yeah, 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 game part I mean I'll, I'll
0: pretty much eat anything, and uh, <laughs> and uh, I, I I um so here at the Heritage Center we just got a, a, a delivery of uh, sixty chickens, so it was six six or seven hundred pounds of chickens, uh, uh, quarters and uh, whole chickens. Right. And la- At do. the barbecue yesterday or, or on Sunday we we grilled the, the uh, chicken quarters, ten pounds of chicken quarters. We grilled t- two chickens. I've put filled them with stuffing mm-hmm. and uh, bass. Uh, bass fish that uh, we caught at the lake the day before at uh, Todd George, I think Todd, yeah, Lake or Reservoir Todd something. Where at um, around Lee Summit. So y'all lake went to off
2: of Colburn Road. Of yeah, yeah. Okay, the spillway there.
0: Yeah, and it was it Makes was Como yeah, no, 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 no. It was like Todd George Lake. Todd George is the road. It was something Todd something something. It was about I went with Lighthouse, um, uh, the Pentecostal Church group, and so I was just following the the preacher. I didn't know. Todd yeah, Todd
1: George is the road that takes Todd, you to. Yeah, it was the and Lord. okay yeah, takes you to those lakes.
0: Yeah. Right, right. And so we so but we have bass. We have bass yesterday um, or on Sunday and. Then we had uh, sorry Rezo for the veg- vegetarians mm. out there. So these are uh, some of our, our ministry sponsors that are providing the okay. things that we share with the community. So this is what the Heritage Center is all about, is uh, motivating people to make the most of their lives. And this, I want to thank you guys why, for being on the show and for providing law enforcement, which is important for our community, for people that are trying to make the most of their lives. We, we want to protect them. Thank you. and and, uh, and so that's part of the, the show what we were talking about this on the show the the, the logo for the show is the violin gavel mm-hmm. anyway on uh, the gavels represent represents the uh, the law and your work the uh, work yet you know, for me and then this is and then it's your work and your play the violins your play and you ha- you have to have your uh, the work the law protecting your work otherwise you take off you don't want to stay there. If you're trying, you know, if you, if you don't have what you do protected or the 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 effort that you put in not protected, you don't want to stay in that jurisdiction. Boom. It creates talent flight, right? And so we want to but we want to encourage people though to be part of that stewardship, the property therapy aspect, you know, so that they feel like the uh, the the law enforcement is enforcing their interests, because they're part of it. Yeah. They're part of the, the property therapy, mm-hmm. you know, because there's, uh, and and then once, so the logo is the violin gavel, is the, the gavel symbolizes the law, so your work and your play, so the violin's the play, and so whatever your play might be for me, it's a violin, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. I gotcha. So to speak to that, besides enforcing the wildlife code, you know, hunting and fishing laws, like I was saying. Um, You know, I said we had full police powers on conservation areas, and part of that is um, making sure that our areas aren't being misused so that people who want to use our areas properly, you know, such as for fishing or um, hunting, whatever those areas are supposed to be used for, um, can do that safely, um, the ones that want to do it the right way. Um, So that's part of our job is to make sure that you know people aren't littering or you know doing drugs or other nefarious activities on our areas mm-hmm. um, and we want to keep our our areas looking nice and um like i said safe for for those people so that they can as you said play or you know what, whatever words you want to use to describe that um mm-hmm. that's part of that's another part of our job so,
0: so that's part of the aspect and we talked about this on show on the show that the, the short and the long-term views you can have the approach, something might make sense short term, <laughs> but long term, it doesn't have much of a future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so the, the, the law enforcement has helps to help remind people of the long term, right? The long term aspect of these things. And so let's talk now um, about the uh, methods. I'm pretty sure the uh, methods of acquisition or are, are that you've seen people catching animals. Let's talk about methods that you've seen
1: methods you mean
2: like illegal, illegal methods yeah, yeah
0: yeah oh yeah what kind of th- tell us some stories now
1: in my career I've seen them with when they fish traps for one they build a fish trap out of a tub or however they want to build it throw it in the lake or a pond or river or what have you and the fish will go in but they can't get out that is an illegal method so that's one of them um it depends on where you're at. I don't want to get into the specifics of it because I don't want to confuse your audience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it depends on where you at is the method that you will be able to use. Mm-hmm. Let's say James A. Reed, for example. That area out there, you can only lose use a pole and a line. line. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where by, we
0: caught the bass. James yeah, A. Reed, James that's where it Yeah. Okay.
1: Todd, Todd George. Yeah. Todd George. Not right, true yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. So remember. T- now, how big was the bass?
0: Bass mm-hmm. was... It was a three pounder.
1: How big was it, lengthwise?
0: Lengthwise, about that
1: long. Okay, what is that, like 13 inches? 15 inches. (laughs) See. You want to snap. (laughs) At James A. Reed's bass has to be 15 inches. That's what it was right here. Yeah, exactly, good answer, good answer, good answer. answer. Ask him (laughs) him again, ask him again, how how big was
0: it? All, All I scientifically measured was the weight of it, which was three pounds.
1: And just because it weighs that pound, that big doesn't mean the length <laughs> is that long. Sure. Can, you, can you use a rolling pin?
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make him as long as he so, needs to be.
1: <laughs> future reference, the host of the radio show is. <laughs> <laughs> no, they have to be 15 inches out of reach. That's one of the the work and play mm-hmm. that comes with our job. Someone is out playing, having a good time. And we come up on them with a short fish.
0: I will say that I did not do the catching. It was one of the persons in our group.
1: Good answer.
2: Good answer.
1: (laughs) Good answer. So that's why I said we caught it. (laughs) I caught that. I caught that. that. (laughs) See, but they have to be 15 inches for you to keep. If they're not 15 inches, you have to... Release it immediately At un- James un- Avery un- specifically At James Avery specifically It could
2: change If you're somewhere else Somewhere else
1: Right yeah. So you and have his, to know His friend didn't even keep it yeah. right, right Apparently somebody kept Because we just talked About eating it <laughs> Somebody <laughs>
2: kept some Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> he said,
0: no no He said, he said right, where, on My fridge All packed Full of fish. <laughs> fish And it was interesting Because we caught The bass And then the person That did the or, um, We got a guy On the <clears> lake He says I've been here 15 years you never caught
1: a pack. How it works, if you catch a bass, let's say if you catch a bass, and if you give it to your buddy, let's say you two guys are going fishing, he catches a bass, let's say it's 14 inches, it has to be 15. He gives it to you, and you leave. Now you're in trouble because mm-hmm. you, you're possession. Yeah. Exactly. Now, if you want to rat your friend out, he's he the one that caught it, then we will contact him. Yeah. And same thing. So just make sure your regulations wherever you go. I
4: get my fish at the store.
1: <laughs> They're
4: always like six inches. Yeah. Little
0: sticks.
1: <laughs> Little sticks. <laughs> covered in batter. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. so this this is this okay, so this goes into right now like the wildlife experiences, getting people being part of that. Yeah. Like participating in the wildlife, you know, catching fish or the wild resources being a part of that you capture that in the public that helps feel the desire to preserve these these resources and areas would you agree with that
1: Do yeah but that? we want people to have fun when they out but you also mm-hmm. have to follow the rules and regulations while you out right. our job is not going out looking for violations looking some people may say harass looking to bother you. we just out doing our job if we see you we're going to approach you ask you how you doing you got your permit if everything is fine we going on to the next contact but if there's something there such as the short fish for example depend on the agent if it's if it was let's say it was 14 inches some agent may just give you a warning on that some agent will issue a ticket on it it just depends on that individual agent so if you just know your link limits on where yet. at and each lake will be different depending on where you're going.
0: So Todd, Todd George Lake,
1: James A. Reed,
0: T- James A. Reed right. Lake. Excuse me. James A. Reed Lake is it's James
1: A. Reed Wildlife Area. Wildlife and that area, area has 12 lakes on it.
0: Right, and uh, and so but that was donated to the to the community by the senator's wife yes. in memory of his right. correct senator. Yes, and that's like 647 acres. No,
1: something. the total is 600 something. I want to say for some reason I want to say it's over 25. Over 25. I want to say tw- I want to say it's over 2500. I'm, oh, I thought
2: it was more than that actually. Yeah.
1: Maybe maybe three. I maybe
2: think it was a, oh, I think it was over 3,000. Yeah. You're
1: yeah. looking at just the lakes. Maybe so It's, the, I was it's really like 12 was or 13 lakes. lakes on the area. Yeah. Well, but okay, the complete area goes from, you know where the tower is right there on Ransom Road. Goes all the way down to this past, past the cemetery,
2: Like past Browning, and all pass that. Past Browning, yeah,
1: all the way down to 150.
0: So this this creates the uh, we talk about this on the show. This this creates ca- kind of the flip side of the coin of what we typically dwell with on the on the property therapy show, is we usually dwell on stewardship of, of, of enterprise of private individuals, and this would be an example of an of a person turning public or private property into Into a public, public public property for the donation aspect and the struggle. And we've talked about this on shows and we talked about this when I was in law school too, is that the, when you have the public property, you have the issues. There can be issues of, they call it uh, tragedy of the commons. What happens is that before. Yeah. Tragedy of commons. That's where there's not the incentive to steward or take care of because if it's not privately owned. You know, like if it's your house, you take care of the house, Mm -hmm. right? Or if like in a park that's a public park, people litter and, you know, they they don't necessarily take as good care of it if it's public, you know, it's a public, so it creates tragedy. And that's where we
1: as the agents come into play at, to make sure you're taking care of it. You're not driving off the road. You're not leaving your trash everywhere. You're taking your limit of fish. You're, You're not partying whatever it is that you're doing. That's where we come into play at.
0: Okay, so at that particular lake that's uh, that at the, uh, the wildlife area. Right at that wildlife area. Yeah. So the, the fish fish in line was the only permitted method. Pole in line only. Yes. Pull in line. And so the bathtub method, no. No uh, shocking <laughs> of the waters. No. Correct. No like car batteries.
2: Zzz, no. Correct.
0: None of that. No. Uh, um, that's that is illegal a, that's ever, anywhere.
2: Anywhere in Missouri. So. does, does
1: that even anywhere?
0: work? Yeah, does it it, I don't know. I don't know. It works.
1: That's how our fisheries, that's how fishery biologists get to study the fish and manage the wow. fish. They would shock the fish. The fish would just be, it dazes them a little bit. They'll come up and float. Oh, okay. They'll okay. scoop them up, take the scales out, do what they have to do, and then release them back to the water immediately.
2: See, it works really yeah. well. That's why it's not yeah. legal, mm-hmm. because it would allow for overtake yeah. of Definitely. fish.
0: yeah. So Okay, so that, that like now no casting of nets like the Jesus and the apostles. <laughs>
1: <laughs> only if you can walk on water.
2: Or <laughs> gizzard shad.
1: You can cast a throw net, but you can only take shad. Say that again? You can cast, cast a, a, a throw net, which is what you're talking about, the net. Mm-hmm. Using the throw net. Mm-hmm. You can use that, but you can only take gizzard shad, which is just basically bait fish. Mm-hmm,
2: okay. It's a type of bait fish. A <clears throat>
1: type of bait fish. It's called a bait. Okay. Call it shad. We just, gizzard shad is the... Right. We just call it shad. I'm learning my terminology
0: here. <laughs> this is uh, we want to pr- promote get the Richmond <clears throat> Heritage Center people going out and uh, being able to provide for their families. You know, you within the, within the law,
1: the you can do it, but law. do it within the law. Right. Yes. I mean, people go out there and fish all the time and take their limit of limit of fish and be happy
0: so at that lake i was at I, I could have cast my nets as long as i take shad as
1: long as you take right. shad. so shad. if
2: you if you yeah. caught a bluegill in your net at that lake then you'd have to throw back
0: yes okay so we actually that we actually um do have uh, uh fishermen's nets here at the american heritage center
3: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and they're actually those nets that spread It pulls it in yeah. yeah that's the throw net and um at the Heritage Center, uh, we actually use that as a parable for, we call them, uh, kryptonite nets. Whatever is your kryptonite, like your addiction mm-hmm. that's interfering with you being the property therapist you can be, you know, you know whatever, that's, that's uh, your kryptonite, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, we have people cast their addiction artifact or whatever it is uh, in that net. And then uh, as a, it's a parable. And so what it is, so that's what the the kryptonite niche I'll show you, and um, and so these the the addiction part part of people, are, it, it's it's for a short term, right? The short term um, aspect, but it doesn't have a long term
1: view to it. The addiction doesn't. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, when you're less, when you're geared yeah. to, it, yeah. it's not a long term. No. you it's it's living a life based on a passion, not based mm-hmm. on reason, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And that, and so that makes it that. That's probably one of the most difficult things when you're dealing with as law enforcement agents um,
1: on these wild properties. Would you? Well, agree with everybody, that? from my experience, everybody has a story on why they did something wrong.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, that has come to play. Why I need to feed my family. I need to do this. I need to do that. And I get that. I sympathize with that. But there's a way to do it. If the limit is 30 and you got 40, you're wrong. If you need more fish that way, just bring somebody else to fish with you. That person get a limit and you get a limit. So if you and I go fishing, we can legally get 50, 30, what, 60 fish out there depending on that species, and we're fine. Mm-hmm. You got your 30, I got mine. and we bring somebody else, That's your, that's 90 fish right there, and we're fine. So there's a way to do it instead of just trying to take them all yourself. Mm-hmm.
0: So the conservation. So we want to motivate people here to take care of properties, to get energy. And, um, we are with, for those that have just tuned in, Rachel Webster, conservation agent and Derek Cole, conservation agent for the state of Missouri. Here, so in, you're, is here,
1: here, your, here in Jackson County. Jackson County, okay. We are assigned, each agent is assigned a county out of the academy, but we have statewide jurisdiction. So we can go work in Cole County if we want to or down the Boot Hill if we want to or over in St. Louis, but we're assigned Jackson County.
4: Does, does, does the need change from season to season to where they would place... Sh- Pardon me. Does the need for uh, your service change it just, yes, from it, it, location it, yes, from yes. season to season? It just depends, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so it's, yeah. it's fi- efficient that
1: way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we, Rachel and I, work together. We like to leave at least one agent in the county. Like, there's going to be less fishing in the winter time, so like. That depends because trout is stocked during the winter time, okay. and a lot of people like to fish for trout, so they will go to Benish Springs, and those guys will put out. They want help to go down they there, ask and, for help, yeah. and some of us will go down there to help. The way Rachel and I work, we like to leave at least one person in the county. Mm-hmm. So if she goes out of town to work to help those guys wherever, I would stay here, and vice versa. That way, someone's always here.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Makes sense.
1: Any uh, tell some stories? about Okay, so we've talked about
0: what you do as an as agents. We've talked about different methods
1: for fishing. Of, <laughs> for, for fishing. <laughs> The, right the, way, length, and the, wrong the way. length of the bass. <laughs> 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 we've
0: talked. We've talked.
1: We've talked about the length uh, limits of the bass. <laughs> the length limits. Of the bass. <laughs> I'm not going to let you get away with that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we don't know. We don't know the official uh, length. It's all gone now. But huh? uh, it yeah. was three. It was three. Three pounds. Three pounds so it okay. could well have uh, complied. Yeah. Keyword so, is could have. Could <laughs> have. Yeah. So the. Uh, it, it complied with our taste buds.
1: I bet it did. <laughs> Most short fish do.
0: <laughs> the short ones taste better. Taste the best. <laughs> well, the the um, the bass. When when I opened it up, um, a crawdad came out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, they, so like just, bass, they
2: like bass like crawdad, crawdads. Yeah.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So where's the best place to go fishing around here?
1: You could ask ten people and they can give you ten different mm-hmm. answers. And actually, eleventh person, he's not going to tell you. Uh, it just depends. The out at James A. Reed, all those lakes are pretty much the same.
0: Uh, it was it, kind of slow.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, was it hot when you guys were out there?
0: No.
1: Okay. What do you know? What lake you were on?
0: Uh, no, I was. We were, we arrived at eight o'clock.
1: So you don't know where you guys went when you went out there. Yeah, uh, I don't know. That would depends on what lake you are at, also. So. You can't say one lake is better than the other one out there. They pretty much, if they are biting at one, you may not get them biting on another. It it just depends. Where's the lakes that they stock the most? They stock for trout. They stock Plover and Coot. Write this down. During the winter. During the winter. That will start in November. Clover and coot.
2: Coot. That's at James A. Reed. That's at James
4: A. Reed. And can I clear the air here just really quick? I Googled three pound bass. Just because you got a size chart here. It says the average three pound bass length. Seventeen and a half inches for a largemouth. And
1: but that don't mean this fish was. I'll give you that, but that two don't two pound,
4: nine ounce for uh seventeen and it was half a half inches. That's a good size fish. Yeah. That's a good, yeah. Size, yeah. good yeah. size fish.
1: Yeah, but Google is not gonna help you if the you're not going lie.
4: It wasn't
0: a midget <laughs> fish.
1: Next All right, time, I'll give it to get you one of it these it
2: little measuring tapes. Take your little ruler Just with you next time. She's got Measur her it. Uh, measuring yep. tapes for yes. her
1: <laughs> Every agent carry one of those. So, uh, yeah. Yes. It's like uh, in our uh, property therapy tool buckets.
0: We have our uh, tools that we call our tool libraries at the American Heritage Well, Center. we
1: agent have our tools. We're going to have a ruler. We're going to have the, the wildlife code book with us. Uh, what? Then we got our utility belt. That's what we call. It. That's what I call it. My <laughs> my, my, my utility belt. You grew up knowing what that. We got so, yes. our brains. Yes. So we all have our tools. So we all have our tools.
0: So have there been any? Tell us about some interesting um, busts that you've had.
1: You know, I, I like Rachel to tell this, and I know she don't like talking about it. But she's been in. She's been out of the academy two years, and we train a lot as agents. And sometimes you wonder. Is all the training necessary? So, Rachel, tell them about the one you was on your way to deliver some Share the Harvest.
2: Okay, yeah. So True story. This was last September, and I wasn't <laughs> even... I was almost a year in to being an agent. And I, our Share the Harvest processor is in Raytown, Missouri. Um, and I had pulled out onto Raytown Trafficway and... I saw a vehicle pulled on the side of the road, and I thought that was odd. You know, this is a road that has a lot of traffic on it, and this was 9 o'clock in the morning, and I saw a person approach the vehicle and start shooting into it with a handgun. They shot four times, and, you know, the first thought in my head was, well, this is me. Like, I'm the one to take care of this, so um, I pursued the The person who had shot into the vehicle, and um, I took them down to a prone position at gunpoint and handcuffed them, pulled the weapon off of them, and um, had searched for other weapons before Raytown PD got there. And, you know, when I've talked to people about it afterwards, you know, our, our training really does come into... Um, use because I felt like we were in what's called a sim scenario for us. It's basically a munitions. Um, that's the training that we use where we use basically paintball guns um, to simulate scenarios that we could get into as officers. And I felt like right after that situation had happened, I felt like that was just a munitions. Like that's how my body felt. So I just kind of went into the mode of this is how to take care of it And I didn't have to really tell myself what to do. So, um, you know, some people say like, oh, that's the game warden, don't worry about it. Or they're a park ranger. Some people think we're park rangers. (laughs) Um, And, you know, we still are given a badge and a gun, and there's a lot of responsibility behind that. And so when there's something like that, it's our job to take care of it. So. You, um, you and, and I still delivered the yeah, horse meat was, after that. I was like, "Well, no, I still have to <laughs> deliver that." But
1: you just never know when something like this is going to happen. No, you, you, you just never know. A, a routine check is the danger. I don't want to call it danger, but everybody wears conservation's contact. We know they got a weapon on them. And now with legally carry guns, they're going to be a, either gun or knife. There's going to be something because if you're fishing, you're going to fillet your fish. You're going to get, you, there's going to be something there. So a routine check, just walking up, hey, how you doing, can turn just like that quick. So we always have to be, not saying you're looking for it, but you have to be ready for it. And in this case here, her training kicked in and here we are now. So, and she was just what, out of the academy a year when that happened?
2: Mm.
1: Yeah, so, and if anybody knows Rachel, she's not, she's very tiny. <laughs>
2: This is a radio show. You can't see me, but I She's think I'm probably tany. the smallest agent in the state. <laughs> Soaking
1: wet. She's probably what 115, 120. <laughs> <120? laughs> With her gear on, so.
2: But it doesn't matter it doesn't because matter, our, no. our training. It doesn't matter. training kicks, kicks in. in,
1: and here we are now. You can
2: still so. take care of whatever situation yeah. you need.
0: So that's part of the. We talk about this about the you know the train the training aspect of talent development is uh, this is the Property Therapy and Talent Development uh, radio show. And uh, when you're developing talent, whether it's talents of fixing houses or f- uh, businesses, taking care of businesses or creating computer programs or whatever, um, there's the this, this stage of the aspect, the first stage of talent development is you're ignorant that you're ignorant. You didn't even know. You don't know.
1: That's right? the training. That's the that's training, the training mm-hmm. aspect. When you yeah. go into mm-hmm.
0: the the, yeah. the police academy, you don't even know. You don't know. You don't you know, you don't know right. 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 And then what happens is the next stage is you you see people that are you're like, wow, yeah. I didn't even know. So so that's the next stage of talent development is, um, you know, you're ignorant because you've been you've been a you know, confronted or shown something, you're like, wow, I didn't even know, you know? So that's the next stage. So The first stage is you're ignorant that you're ignorant. The next stage is you know you're ignorant. A lot of people don't even know they're ignorant. <laughs> right. And, uh, and then the next stage after you know you're ignorant is you know you know. And this takes a lot of quality repetitions to get to the point where you know you know. You
2: know. I would say I'm in that second stage. <laughs> I'm just learning <laughs> something new every day, mostly making dumb mistakes.
0: Right. <laughs> and that's how you learn
2: and, and that's how you learn That's you how you, you get you to, to make uh, my partner, okay. his position and of don't being be on.
1: Afraid. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. Right. Don't, it happens. Right. It, it, right. Always learn from it. happens, yes. Right. It's, always just, just it's going to it happen. It and learn from it. You just learn from it and move forward.
0: And part of the know you know stage is. That you you start to realize, what you don't know, you know, and uh, and so that's so knowing you know is the stage right here the third step so you first you're ignorant you're ignorant the next stage is, you know you're ignorant the next stage you know you know you're like yeah I know you know and then the mastery stage is the last stage of all and this comes after a lot of quality repetitions and experience, is you know and you don't think about it. It's in your blood, it like breathing. Yeah. Mm. You know, it's like Kobe Bryant has jumped just happens, out. Yeah. You know? I co- co- Kobe says, he, I remember he said, I don't think about my shot. I just think about my spot. I just got to get in spots, mm-hmm. you know, my sweet spots. Yep. I don't think about my shot.
1: We call it muscle memory. Right,
0: muscle memory. Mm -hmm. So that is, you know without thinking about it. So you were talking about that, like that came into play because you had done enough quality repetitions when Mm -hmm. you were confronted with the uh, disruption, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that kicked into play there where where you didn't think about it, you know? Right. It got in your blood.
2: Right. And that, you know, that's why we train because... You know, when you're put under a huge amount of stress, something like that, you're not going to rise to the occasion. Like the saying goes, you're going to drop to your highest level of training is, is what we say. So um, that's why it's important to, you know, have training and take it seriously. And um, because it, it really just your body just follows
1: <laughs> what your training is. And she's a witness.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah.
4: I've got a question with Kind of along those lines, with the uptick of the homelessness and the mental issues that, you know, you see people on the streets over the last, say, five years in the Jackson County area, how has that affected your work?
1: We have – we had some training on it, but that's more – for me personally – I've I've dealt with homeless out at uh, homeless people out at James A. Reed. Because
4: they're out looking for food. They, that and they probably don't have the permit because they probably don't have their
1: ID and, and they want to stay there. Right, me personally, if I know the person's homeless, down is like I'm not going to issue a oh. ticket. I, that what's the purpose of yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. What's the purpose okay. of it? But you can't stay here. You can't put your tent up here. So you can go somewhere else, and if you did catch a fish, you can keep all of that. That's just me personally. He's already down his luck. Like, why am I going to kick him while he or she is down? But you can't stay here because it's not allowed here. Mm-hmm. That's how I handle it. Uh, mental health, I, I've i had one guy that I can remember who, was, who had mental issues, and I just talked to him. He wasn't violent, um, but you knew something was wrong. Mm-hmm. And in that case, I just... More or less became his friend and just talked to him because, from my experience, most they just want to talk, they just want somebody to talk to. From my experience, but you're always aware that this could turn at any Sudden movement on my end, or whatever the case may be. A lot of I watch a lot of those videos on YouTube from the badge yeah. uh, cams and the dash cams. It, it could turn just
4: like there's, that. There's whole channels on YouTube dedicated yeah. to things that go right and wrong yeah. in those
1: situations. So I know. So exactly in my case, I've just talked to them. It's, it's what I call like just just listen to them. They just want somebody to talk to. You. Just just treat anybody like you like to be treated, regardless of mental health or not. And if it goes that way that quick, my training will kick in. We're not out looking for stuff like mm-hmm. that. It's just you run into it. But, it. but it does happen. And does it seem yeah.
4: to be getting worse? Because I mean, just driving down the streets, it, it seems It depends like on where more. it is.
1: The, the, the people out at the managers out at James A. Reed, they take care of that area pretty good out there. So it's not a problem like it used to be in the past. Uh, you're starting to see it more in your city parks. That would be more of your K.C. KCPD mm-hmm. or, or the Jackson County Sheriff's Department. They would handle that stuff. More of a local the, jurisdiction, yeah. 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 Okay. But we would only handle stuff that's on areas that we as a department own, such as Long Jack Conservation Area here in Jackson County or James A. Reed or the Bridger Conservation Area.
4: Yeah, see, uh, since they mostly are in the metropolitan area, I didn't know if they get out to those kinds of lakes and and. We did areas. have that
1: problem here. We did have that problem at Lee Summit by the water tower. Mm hmm and we we took care of that you you can fish but you can't you can't stay here you can't set your tent up here
2: i know that some of the more rural agents have it seems like they have more trouble with um homeless setting up camp on their conservation areas and i'm not sure it's probably due to the fact that they don't have as many city parks and other places to go Um, so i would say i don't know why we don't have as much of an issue with it but Davis but yeah it's so it's an issue just all pressure. over the state yeah. and the mental health is too um just you know suicidal um patients or
1: you definitely have to have patience doing this time. Yeah. <laughs> That's you one definitely of the have to have patients. the
0: aspects of property therapy though know, the the flowback benefits of taking care of things takes care mm-hmm. of you, and your mind helps you like clean your mind like when you're mowing your grass or doing your dishes I wouldn't say you, that but okay <laughs> well, it, it helps you it helps you to, to some, uh, people,
1: yes. let, some people relax yes some people relax I like
0: cleaning I like cleaning yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah. and then like you med- like a meditation like when I'm doing the dishes it's like I start to think about stuff and um that's one aspect right. th- of the therapy that Everybody's can come, come back in that way. yeah exactly yeah. It's, a yeah. it's a subjective thing it's a subjective thing and the 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 other things the flow back benefits of property therapy are like it helps you increase your relationship with others you know when you're taking care of things and taking care of yeah
1: you. i can see that i can Hel- see that you know
0: and, and then other things that we've talked about on the show it helps have it yeah have a purpose in your life helps you grow in your talents helps you have a talent harbor when you have some property that you're taking care of, it, it it's like a launching pad for so many other ways. Like for me, Awin Ion Realty, my, my real estate brokerage, it's a launching pad like my Talent Harbor for the radio show. Mm-hmm. It, helps, it helps us um, provide for the airtime, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. outreach with the community. And uh, and so, but this is part of the t- talent development aspect is, uh, and this is an important process or aspect we've had uh, um, really vibrant outreach with minor- the minority community with property therapy and to help p- share and put the, uh, p- put the people in, 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 um, areas and around people so that they can absorb and learn like, Oh wow, I didn't even, you know, I didn't absorb, I didn't know about this property therapy opportunities or a talent that could be developed in, within me. And, uh, like with, uh, one of the guys we had on, on our show, this, this man is a uh, genius. Flipping for Real is a book that we carry here at the American Heritage Center. He um, grew up in the, the inner city, and um, in uh, his story, he, this is his, his book on flipping houses. And he and he had a rough, rough, rough area, and uh, he was shot three times. And uh, growing up, and uh, but there were some people that came and they were doing property therapy on one of the houses across the street, and he's like. Who are these guys in our community, we know we're there and checked it down and see what they were doing. Watching, their... he was like, "Yeah, I want to And he talked to his so mom too. Fixing up the place. Yeah, his mom, his his mom too is like, "Well, rent, you paying rent?"
4: Was that rent? When when does the rent end? And she says it never ends. And and he said, he says, "I want to be the guy that collects that rent."
0: I want to be the guy that collects that rent. So he he he's built, he's flipped now over three hundred houses. That's he's a multi millionaire. That's the
4: Emmanuel Dace Emmanuel episode.
0: Emmanuel Dace. We carry his book here. This is this is with our uh, Power Packs for America. These, uh, this the book went along with some munchies. So we have these we have these uh, available. So call me to get your uh, Power Pack for America. You're flipping for real book. I guarantee you, you're gonna love this book. This is on the science of, of of property therapy flipping for real, written by Emanuel Desk. And uh, get your power pack for America includes some uh, dots pretzels along with it. We give the free. We don't. We're not charging for the pretzels, but we charge the books um, forty dollars, and we'll give you some pretzels for free. And uh, so some munchies with your book. It's awesome, awesome. So, but these are power packs for America, and the aid, the law enforcement agents that we're talking with here helps people to pr- protect the the. Uh, uh, the people that are trying to, uh, you know, make the most of their lives, and that's what the, the law enforcement's all about. And so, but here in the, at, at the Heritage Center, we want motivate people to go out and make make the most of their lives. Like we had uh, on the last show, uh, Doctor Martin Luther King was on the show, and he was played by um, the pastor. Of the Lighthouse Church, Pastor Barlow, mm-hmm. and uh, we had one of the T-shirts that we carry at the American Heritage Center is the Founding Fathers of America with Martin Luther King on the Mount Rushmore, with his head on Mount mm-hmm. Rushmore, and uh, and so he played he played uh, uh, Dr. King, and that's one of the aspects of this show as we bring alive the past, the present, and the future. We bring history alive and we democratize Hollywood. If you have a powerful or motivational story or, or know of a person that needs to be shared their testimony with the community and you can connect with them and can uh, share, like tap and channel them, uh, you know, in a convincing way, we'll put you on the show. <laughs> and uh, and so we've had characters history alive, so that's part of bringing alive the past to motivate people. Mm-hmm. At history alive with now Dr. King was on the show, and then with the present, we're bringing alive the present with property therapy because that property therapy is about just making the most of what you got. You make the most of it, it makes the most of you. Watch, and then uh, so we bring alive the past, the present with property therapy, and then the future we bring alive the future with faith because the faith that's what's all about is having a purpose for now. So you can have a good future.
1: Yeah, I'll give you that.
0: Right, I'll give you so that. So those are the the big the big pro we past present future. So the content of the show and the American Heritage Center it's endless. It's past present future. <laughs> so we have a, on the in the gift shop shirts symbolizing all the three past present future aspects of the show. We've got our our past shirt, the history alive shirt with a. a Mar- martin luther king on mount rushmore with founding fathers of america so that's our, our uh, history alive the pastor and then we have our property therapy angel shirt which is right here behind me which is the shirt it says there, it says here on the shirt there's an angel with a tool belt and uh, he the rock he's sitting on a rock that's been rolled away from a house not a tomb and the angel the property therapy angel says to the women the women over here she he, he, she uh, he says why seek ye the living among the dead? This property has risen. You see? So this is the Property Therapy Angel. These are $40 at the the American Heritage Center. Get yours now. They come in small all the way to 4X. Helps us uh, to uh, buy the radio show time. So, okay. And then the Future with Faith. So we, and then we explore, uh, we go uh, as part of the radio show I'm like the honeybee and go around to the, all the faith orientations. <laughs> they, they asked the Thomas Jefferson this. They asked Thomas Jefferson, they said, what's your religion? And Thomas Jefferson said, I'm an apiarian, which is a honeybee, <laughs> getting the nectar from the various flowers. So, the reality of it is there's a, all the faith you know, organizations, they all got their superpower. They all got the facets, their facet of the diamond. And um, so, but it's been great having you on the show. We're talking about what you what you do, the the good that you're doing, the uh, the helping us to uh, uh, have the long term views preservation and the for sharing these awesome stories and uh, the the sharing the good that you do for the community.
1: And And if you're out there fishing and you see an agent, conservation agent, wave up. Yeah.
2: We usually just want to say hi and Let's check your permit. You, check permit yeah. We own. yeah, we're pretty it's, nice. It's
4: so much more fun when you just play by the rules. That's it. You don't have that, that worry you on your shoulders. Not
0: at
1: all. Not at all.
0: So and thank you again for uh, being yeah. our uh, for conservation it. sponsor or uh, partners yeah. with the venison the venison and with our barbecue. So be sure and come to our barbecues on Sundays at three thirty here at the American Heritage Center every Sunday. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll, we'll cook up some delicious venison and uh, chicken and uh, ribs and whatever our sponsors uh, CBP meats huh? yeah. Huh? Right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. And uh, so it's been amazing having you with us. We—that's—I mean—that's all the time that we have. We we're going to get into some news events about what's going on in uh, Afghanistan and and uh, we'll have
4: a lot of news to catch up on next week.
0: Yeah, yeah. With the vaccination boosters and. And what's going on there And so But we'll uh, catch up With you next week So I've got my Property therapy gavel here And uh, Radiotherapy court adjourned Thank you much Thanks
1: guys